Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded and IoT franchise. I am here for this week's Five Minutes with, and this week my special guest is Mike Malinkovich, who is the Executive Director of the Eclipse Foundation. Good afternoon, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Rich, for the opportunity. My pleasure. Okay, so the Eclipse Foundation has been around for quite some time. Eclipse in general has been around for quite some time. Um, are people at the point now where they just get it and you, and you don't even need a foundation anymore? I mean, what purpose does having a foundation serve at this point? Well, I, not just the Eclipse Foundation, but uh, the Apache Software Foundation and the Linux Foundation and its various um, offshoots are um, absolutely critical parts of the software industry in today's world. And I think really the, the difference, uh, you know, step back a sec, open source has taken over the software industry. There, there's no companies left that don't embrace open source. Um, and uh, to a large degree, that's been because of the success of foundations in providing a level playing field where multiple parties can come together um, and collaborate with one another on creating, creating innovative technology. But without that level playing field, right, and making sure that it's vendor neutral or vendor agnostic, um, then you can get yourself into, into situations where uh, different companies or entities can influence the direction of a technology to their benefit, and that's exactly you know, antithetical to the, to the success of open source. That's pretty interesting. I mean, is that what you really believe, that somebody, and I, I won't mention any names of any of the players, but they would pull it in a direction that was more beneficial to them if there was not a ringleader, if that's the right word? Well, I, yeah, absolutely. Does anybody, does, is anybody under any, you know, uh, the, uh, the mistaken belief that uh, Android exists for any purpose other than the uh, economic benefit of Google? I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm good with that. I'm 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 going with that. I I like your answer. Thank you very much. And, 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 okay, and and the counterpoint is look at the success of Linux. Every single hardware vendor on the planet is embraced Linux in one way or another. So that's a, I think very an exact uh, you know perfect uh, contrast. Okay, so let's go this one step further. Then, do the vendors who might potentially take advantage if there was not a foundation, um, are they endorsing the foundation or is it just a necessary evil for them? Uh, it, it varies. Look, it really depends on what the business goal is. So I just you know, you know, uh, dished a little dirt on, on Google and Android, but at the same token, if you take a look at what Google did with Kubernetes, right? In the case of Kubernetes, they really wanted this to be a vendor-neutral, um, platform for the entire industry, and that's what spurred the creation of the Cloud Native Compute Foundation, Computing Foundation, and uh, Kubernetes is taking the world by storm. I mean, it's one of the very few technologies that I would say um, whose momentum and velocity actually exceeded uh, Android in the early days. So it's an ex absolutely incredible story. And I think that really boils it down. Is, is like if you want to, if you, how, how these large companies differentiate their strategies between what they control themselves and, and what they want to see a foundation uh, playing a role in is the, the major skill testing question is do that you know are their business objectives um, move forward more or less by whether this is a true industry platform 
or whether it is something they want to see broad adoption through open source, but they still want to control it themselves. And that's to a large degree um, how you can, you can, if you take that and use that as the lens by which you observe the, um, the actions of these companies, um, you, can really, uh, you can really see the difference in strategies um, between the various technologies and the various players. But if people are using this open, open source software, and if you assume everybody's using the same software, and everybody's on an ARM-based processor, so pretty much everybody's using the same, everybody's using the same processors, how do you differentiate if you're a vendor? Well, that's, but the flip, the flip side of that is how could you build anything at all if you had to build it all yourself? So that's the constant tension that exists between in successful business models today, right? You're constantly fighting that differentiating um, or dealing with that. What is the core product differentiating value that my team can bring on top of the non-differentiating value um, that you can use from open source? And so every single successful um, software business model on the planet right now is built around getting that, um, getting that exercise exactly right. Uh, no company, you know, including Microsoft these days, can actually really build a sustainable business model around doing everything themselves. You really need to um, use open source for the non-differentiating value and focus your scarce resources on providing the features that your customers want and your customers are going to pay for. This is really interesting, and uh, you know, it's funny because I had intended to talk to you about industrial IoT in this conversation, but we're just about out of time. Um, but I would like to just hit on that really quickly. Um, if, if, if I'm a developer looking at, looking at building an IoT system, why should I be thinking, why should I be thinking about Eclipse? Well, because Eclipse IoT is the center of gravity for open source technologies in IoT. So whether you're looking for open source implementations of protocols like MQTT, CoAP, Lightweight, M2M, OPC UA, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Eclipse IoT is the place to get it. If you're looking for device gateway frameworks, Eclipse IoT is the place to get that. If you're looking for core pieces of cloud infrastructure like high-speed message routing, um, digital twins, um, software provisioning technologies, Again, Eclipse IoT is the place to, uh, to come and get those technologies. So we have over, we've been doing Eclipse IoT for almost eight years. We've got over 35 projects. Um, it is absolutely the center of gravity for building out industrial IoT solutions based on open source components. Very cool, very cool. And uh, you seem very excited about this. Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's, it's, it's an exciting time to be in, involved in open source. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that was Mike Malinkovich. He is the Executive Director of the Eclipse Foundation. I am Rich Nass with Open System Media. Thanks, Mike. Have a great day. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks very much.